Hello, it's Jay Bo here, living with strength and honor, founder of the Warrior Rise Experience, and author of the soon-to-be-released book, Challenge by Choice. Hopefully, you've been following along the last five episodes. You know that we've been having a discussion about anger and how that works in our lives. And we originally talked about the, the idea of admitting that anger is not necessarily a bad thing, that it is part of our autoimmune system, our fight or flight, fly, excuse me, flight or fight response, and that it just doesn't go away. And pretending that we don't get mad or that we don't have anger, it's really bad for us and dangerous for us, just as bad for us as living in a constant state of anger, which is what happens when we allow it to build up and stack up on, on us and we don't get a chance to release that rage, get that out of us or deal with it in some way to use anger to our benefit. We also talked about the fact that we have to have some recognition, right? We have to recognize that we have triggers that occur, right? Certain things that trigger us. There are events or circumstances, words, places, whatever they are, events that we call triggers that, quote unquote, make us mad. Now, we recognize that no event or no word or no circumstance or no person is inherently full of anger. And anger is not floating around trying to attach itself to us like some virus, right? That it is us that decide to be angry. And that's built up on our experiences or whatever stories that we've created. So we can look at our reaction to these triggers, right? We talked about the primary appraisal. Like right away, we've preconditioned, we've pre-framed certain circumstances and certain events as that pisses me off. And surely you can recognize in your life the things like, well, this always makes me angry. That always, always get mad when so-and-so always gets me pissed off, I mean, it makes me mad, bah, 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 right? So we have this primary appraisal of things are good or bad, fair or unfair, right? Evil or saintly. Whatever the case is, we've preconditioned and predetermined certain things. And because of that primary appraisal, boom, our crock brain kicks in. And where our, one of our responses could be anger. But then we looked at the reality of that situation. And we, and we said, you know, the truth is that not everything makes everybody angry. What makes you angry may not make me angry, but may make someone else angry, and the third guy not, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Which, which, which automatically tells you that we have the agency to decide what actually makes us mad and creates anger for us, that we are deciding to, we are making the conscious decision to do so. And as such, then you are endowed by the creator to be able to react in your own kind of way. Now, the truth is that if we look at the focus that you actually have in some of these triggering situations, it's not even really focused on the event. As an example, I use someone pulling out in front of you going too slow and it slows you down. You're not really angry at that person. 
that event hasn't cost you a damn thing. It's some underlying stress or underlying upset or underlying pressure that has created this anger in you. And it's easier to blame an anonymous person and make those judgments for them taking an action that had nothing to do with you, but feels like they are slighting you in some way. Now, in episode six, now we're going to take a look at your capacity to regulate your emotions. In other words, your response ability. So consider that word of responsibility, right? We think it's only in terms of the way your parents used it, which means like, you know, getting up on time, brushing your teeth, paying your bills, showing up at school. But if you have the responsibility, the ability to decide, the God-given agency to control yourself, you're not an animal, even though we have some animal instincts and the crocodile brain does a lot of things for us, the old brain, you have consciousness and the ability to decide if you want to get angry or not. More importantly, you have the decision, you have the ability to decide what to do with that, what to do with that decision, what to do with the anger that comes up. So look at it. Here it goes. There's an event that occurs, event X, bam. My initial recognition is, wow, such and such event, person, place, thing. Man, that pisses me off. And we feel anger, whether we language it out or not. To recognize that that's just a trigger is step one. Step two is notice our reaction and the really quick judgments of the primary appraisal that we go through. And those emotions are usually used to create a story, a story that's often fiction about this situation. But that story drives our behaviors, which is our response. Such and such always does that. Now, you know good and well that that's not the case, that such and such doesn't always do that. And even if they did, they're not doing it to you. They're doing it on for their own selfish reasons. And you've decided to use that as an upset. Again, we'll take the example of somebody like pulling over in front of you, right? Going too slow. And you immediately get triggered, not because of that person's behavior. That's just the trigger. What you're upset about is some other shit. Like I'm, I'm in a rush. I'm running late. I want to be there on time. Or you just have this view, this pre-framed perspective in life that people are taking from you somehow. And it's a scarcity mentality. It says, well, there's not enough time. And I need more time. And I have to shave these one and a half seconds to save. And it's just a bullshit story that you have. It's not true. Yes, there are times when there are some actual things that will occur that are true. But here's the more important story or question, excuse me. And that is, is the story you've developed about this situation that is true serving you? A fantastic example of that would be a prejudice. If there's ever been a prejudice against you for whatever reason, 
because of your race, because of your hair, because of your style, because of whatever, your accent, your religion, your gender, your sexuality, whatever it is. Most of us have experienced being in a situation where we felt prejudiced against. Is that ever right? No. Was that prejudice the truth? Could be. The question is, is getting angry serve us? Well, in the case that you were threatened in a situation, anger would serve you tremendously. It would kick your body into high gear and prepare your body to fight or flight, to defend yourself or to escape from the threat that you felt. But oftentimes, we create these situations because of the stories we have pre-framed. And even if it is true, the better question is not whether it's true or just or fair, but is it serving me? Now, if I'm using that sort of thing as a driver for me to accomplish something, maybe it's a chip on my show that I carry that helps drive me to be a better father. It drives me to make more money and prove people wrong. It drives me to serve others and, and, and uh, you know, maybe it drives you to correct injustice. Rock and roll. Good for you. That's amazing. What you're doing is taking that anger and using it as the fuel to create change, maybe even massive social change. And good for you. That's awesome. And just recognize that A, you can use it to your ability. B, you don't want to carry it around and live in that state because it's bad for you and doesn't serve you. And C, sometimes always seeing the world as a threat everywhere you go doesn't serve you. So I would have you consider that you have the responsibility to change that story that you hold about whatever that situation, event, et cetera, is and change the story to one that actually serves you. Change that story around. In the case of, I remember I had long hair, you know, past my shoulders and, you know, I wore bell-bottom jeans with the little flower appliques. I mean, I was a kid of the 60s. It's how my parents dressed me. It was their sort of little protest thing. Well, in rural South Louisiana, I was picked on a lot about that. I used that anger to defend myself and set myself up with a reputation of don't mess with that little kid. He goes berserk. And then one day I realized that that wasn't helping me make friends. And unbeknownst to me, I changed the story. Now, I didn't know this process at the time, but even as a kid, I kind of figured out, you know what? Being angry at the world and expecting the world to always be a threat to me is not serving me. This happened when we moved away from the small town we lived in to a little bit bigger town. It wasn't quite the same. And I had to learn, whoa, I've got I've to meet people in a different place. I've got to be a different person, a different version of me to make friends rather than just be ready to fight anybody and everybody at any turn. I would chose, I mean, excuse me, I chose 
to have a different response, which again, changed the story that I held about myself and others. You have that same ability and agency. And if you follow these steps that we've talked about, you can see that you have the capacity to regulate your emotion and through practice and changing your perspective by changing the story you have can begin to lessen the effect of that trigger that you're blaming for your anger. Hey, that's what I got for you today. I hope that makes sense. We're going to wrap this thing up in the next episode and talk about the result and using the motive, uh, using an emotion as motivation and what you can do with those two choices. Until then, have an amazing day and strength and honor to you.